Hello, my name is Julia Monahan, and this is the first of my leadership journal reflections. Today I'm going to be reflecting on the first three modules of this class and talking about what I learned and what are previous ideas these modules confirmed. So probably the biggest thing I took away from these modules is leadership can be taught. It can be learned through experience and guidance from others. Honestly, I was one of those people that thought for the longest time that leadership was something you were born with. I thought that people were born with leadership qualities and some were not, and that's what determined who was in a leadership position. What made this stand out to me the most was the podcast we listened to where Dr. Eric Kaufman described the difference between leader emergence and good leadership. Because yes, people, and more specifically, I mean extroverts, can be born with characteristics that would make them stand out more than others in a group setting and emerge as leaders. That doesn't necessarily mean that they would be good leaders. I think introverts are just as likely to become leaders, and my thoughts on this have definitely evolved as we've had group discussions. But as I was saying, introverts are just as likely to become leaders, and rather than being the most talkative person in group, they are observationalists, which is a really good quality for a leader to have because they would view and see things that more extroverted leaders would not see. These modules made me curious. These were the emo- those were the emotions that I felt while learning. Um, we read about recognizing your traits and different leadership styles, and I thought back to times where I'd been in a position of leadership, and I wondered how my leadership philosophy came across. I like to think that I'm a confident, intelligent, and social person, but could that have come across as overbearing or demanding when I was leading others? And did I look for input um, or help from others? Did I stick to my own ideas or do everything myself. Most importantly, was I a socially responsible leader? Did I try to be inclusive, collaborative, and strive to help to bring change? All these were questions that I had in my head as we read these modules. So these modules did give me reassurance or clarity that a leader can make or break a situation. Um, We learned about a lot of good leadership qualities in these modules, but we also learned about bad leadership. I thought back to when I was playing high school soccer. In the four years at my school, we had three different head coaches for the program. That can be attributed to bad leadership from others in administrative positions at my high school, but that's besides the point. Um, So anyways, we had three different head coaches, and the first one was someone who I knew personally and had basically built the program at my school from the ground up. And I was sad to see him go because he was a great coach and an excellent leader. I like coaches who are tough with you, know how to push you to do better, but can also be understanding and supportive and give recognition for success. So the first coach, his name was Adam. He embodied all these qualities and it was completely reflected in the success of Adam's team. Um, He moved on to a better position where he wasn't able to coach for my high school as well as this um, more better position (laughs) anyways. And so... Following his leave, my school hired someone who, for lack of better words, was a cover-our-ass hire. Um, She had never coached high school-level soccer before and was not qualified for the position. I think it was merely to bring in someone um, after other girls' sports programs at my school had really bad experiences with male coaching staffs, so they brought in a woman to compensate for this. And... This woman was the example of bad leadership that these modules confirmed for me. She was not supportive. She didn't know how to get others to work together or form relationships. Um, She was rude. She wasn't intelligent or confident in the area that she'd accepted a leadership position in. And 
she affected that season so much. Her being there had such an impact on the way that we played, the way that we interacted with each other as a team. We used to be so close and supportive of one another, but her presence made us not work together. So after a terrible season of having her as our head coach, the boys JV head coach was given her position. And I think he was in ways very similar to Adam, the first coach I described. So this man was named David and he was supportive, but he was also tough. I think he's more tough than Adam, but he was he counteracted that with being supportive. supportive. Um, he gave us praise, yet pushed us out to do better. He would do a lot of group bonding activities. He would encourage us to do things on our own to get to know each other. He, he while at the same time pushing us extremely hard and working with us to get back everything that we had lost because our program at our high school was probably one of the best in our surrounding areas prior to the woman coach that we had for the one season. And him coming in as the coach completely turned around everything that had been lost with her program. And he basically rebuilt the program again in my high school. And these modules showed me how vital a good leader is. They have so much power in controlling the energy and attitudes of group members and are the motivating force towards a goal just as bad leaders are the opposite and can make a situation unbearable and stressful just as the woman coach I had did. So the most impactful surprise I had from these modules, and I don't know if I would call it a surprise, but it was definitely impactful, was in our reading about historical leaders. Um, There was a quote from Lao Tzu, I believe you pronounce it, that was, true self-interest teaches selflessness. By being selfless, the leader enhances self. I thought that was so insightful and well-spoken that if a leader is selfless and works for the betterment of others, to help their followers reach their goals, they strengthen themselves in the process. So I took this as leaders grow by placing the well-being of their followers above their own interests, and then in the process, grow their own capabilities. And I just thought this was impactful because a lot of times we see leaders, especially in our area of the world, acting in their own self-interest, acting to better themselves. Um, We live in a culture where individuality and individual efforts are viewed better than group efforts and for the betterment of the group. And I think we need to take into consideration that projects and goals and societal change comes from working as a team. And when leaders place group goals and group um, efforts above their own, that's how we're going to achieve change, especially now with everything that we're dealing with COVID. I think we need to consider others more. So after these modules, I'm curious about how we identify behaviors of leaders. The readings had mentioned that this was the only observable, observable definition of leadership, and I'm still wondering what those observable behaviors are. So I posed this question in my module two engagement post, and after reading the responses, I realized that everyone has a different answer or opinion. And the same goes for practically all of the other questions that I've either asked or answered. So then, is leadership seen differently by everyone? If so, how do we know um, 
what it is. How can we communicate or define something that is viewed differently by everyone it affects? How, why does everyone view it differently? These are probably very common questions asked of leadership, but I'm seeing every week how important it is to study these things because of how many people leadership affects. And I don't think I'm ever going to stop having questions like these because I think it's all subjective, but I kind of like it in a sense because I think leadership is something that is unique to every individual that is involved with it. Everybody has a different perspective and everybody... Um, works with different leaders and so it's not everybody is going to have the same I guess definition of leadership Um, so through these modules I'm discovering about myself um, and it's becoming very noticeable that I am how extremely task oriented I am so task style leaders are goal oriented they make to-do lists and their reason comes from doing I make a weekly schedule for myself in my um, planner and I write everything down that I need to do that week. I use my calendar app on my phone religiously. My favorite thing is crossing off each item as I've completed it. And it sounds weird, but in a way it gives me serotonin when I check it off or cross a pen through it. And I also follow the same morning routine every day. I have a detailed split for the gym. I just, I like structure and order. And I think it's because of the amount of control I have when my life is like that. I know exactly what's going to happen. I know exactly when it's going to happen, and I have an exact method for doing it. I've become very aware of this the past week as we learned about this style. As I was reading the chapter that highlighted this um, topic, I was looking at my planner and my color-coordinated assignment chart and just thought, like, wow, this is exactly me, and it's weird to pinpoint or have a defined... um, word or a defined like style for who I am as a person so from these modules what I could put into practice um, is being a good citizen leader I can try to incite social change and be vocal about it on social media and in person I can do small things now like recycling or looking out for other women that these will have a greater impact in the future I can be more conscious of my actions and how they affect other people and remind others to do the same. I think it's all about how I as an individual can make changes now and serve as an example for others so that greater change can be made in the future. We're only on this planet for a short amount of time and there are generations and generations that are going to follow us that are going to be affected by everything we do today. And just as we wouldn't want those before us to leave the world mess for us, we shouldn't leave a mess for those after us. So thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a good rest of your week.